This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. You know, the overall question I want to ask you first, like what inspired that song? But then I also want to just kind of get into the discussion of what is it going to take for us to stand in society today? Um, the song, um, it came from a time period where I was I was praying about a situation. And um, I was there. Mm-hmm. And anybody that actually does like spiritual warfare, it's it takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be in twenty, you can't be in spiritual warfare three hundred and sixty-five days a week, mm-hmm. or, or, or days in a year, like year round all the time, because spiritual warfare it takes, it takes, it takes a lot out of you. And um, I got to a point where I was praying about the situation, praying about the situation, mm-hmm. um, and I was just like prayed out. I was just like, I'm fatigue in praying about this situation right um and that scripture came to mind um in ephesians chapter 6 i believe it's verse 13 i don't see my prayer changing this situation i don't see anything manifesting in the physical situation but i believe that god said that this situation is going to change Mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna stand in terms of my mindset and my thoughts, I'm just going to believe. Right. I'm just going to simply just believe that um, his word will come to pass. And so for me, that's what standing was. Standing was represents just pushing aside and casting down anything that says to the contrary, whether it's right in front of my face. Um, and I'm just going to just believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what standing. So is that like standing on the word of God? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I got that from the song, man. It's just like, to your point, having what the scripture says, having done all you can stand, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I was just, we were just talking and I was saying how sometimes it's important to reach a point of failure, Mm -hmm. um, failure, not, uh, failure in the sense of we have reached our maximum Mm. and we have reached all we can mm. you know we've gotten to the point where we've done all we can do and then we come to the realization that there is no failure in god mm. yeah that's i don't know if that's a scripture but it's definitely an old song it says there is no failure in god and so um what the what the the failure does for us is it gives us perspective mm. you know what i mean it's like okay i need god for this situation uh this is beyond me it's above my pay grade. I don't have the, 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 the ability to change this in my own self. It has to be God that's going to intervene in this situation. Mm. Um, and that's really what it is. It's like standing on the word of God. It's, it's intervening, right? So what does it take for, for somebody to do that? What type of character or, or build does somebody have to have to do that? Um, so if you go to like the, the chapter, um, Ephesians chapter six is a very popular chapter. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people reference that chapter when they're talking about spiritual warfare. And we so we know about the armor of God. Uh, we, mm-hmm. But in that passage, it says that God has given us all these things so that we may stand mm. like the purpose for all and done all those things um, stand. Mm-hmm. And so. um Everything that God has given us, um, whether it's the scripture, his Holy Spirit, um, the blood of Jesus, um, is that we may stand Mm -hmm. is so that we can be counted. Um, Like in this world, there are a lot of things that appear to be standing, but it's actually a fallen world. Wow. Nothing is standing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, everything is under a fallen state and not the state where it was intended to be. So it's already fallen, even though it appears to us to be standing. Wow. Mm. Um, 
But we know as Christians that in Christ, because he died and rose again and we're in him and he's the one who can stand before God in his personhood, that if we are in Christ, we can then stand. Mm -hmm. uh, but we have to be in Christ and be accepted. Mm -hmm. So being in Christ, that goes back to the discussion of identity. Um, that's how we can stand. Yeah, that's deep, man, when, when you really think about it, because to your point, you're saying that we are in a fallen world. And so there's things that make us feel like we're accomplishing something. We might be standing on um, something that even is true. But if it's not Christ, right, then it's not in truth, you know, and that's the that's the real trap sometimes is uh the the appeal of things and we were talking about this in another topic the appeal of people who say true things right mm -hmm. but they're not coming from a place of truth and mm -hmm. so that's the first thing he says you know stand there for having your loins girt about with truth you um more than ever in my lifetime standing on the word of god means that you're going to be countercultural by default it means that it means that you're going to be the odd man out. It means that people might look at you funny. And I think one attribute that we need is to be unashamed mm. of the gospel. Because Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me before man, then I'll be ashamed of you before my father in heaven. Mm. So so we got to be unashamed. You mm. know what I mean? And 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 what the world will do is so <laughs> it's so ironic because it's like everything is in reverse. So anything that is uh, sinful, right, it's 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 lauded and then they take the shame away. Right. But they're really shaming you out of <laughs> out of the actual truth. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to the thing that we should be standing on, the thing that we should be, uh, I don't really want to say proud, but like, you know, supportive of, which is the gospel. Now, those things are the things that if you are open about your views on that, then now you're looked at as the bad guy and they actually do shame that. Right. Depending on, you know, like where you are, uh, it's different everywhere you go. Yeah. But that's like the spirit of this age, how it's moving is, is there's this reverse of calling right, wrong or good, evil and evil, good. Yeah. Um, just. Just now, I looked on my phone, and one of the feeds of my of my YouTube was uh, AOC shames Christians, mm. where she says something like she goes on this rant about Christianity. Um, so yeah, you're right. Um, as I think about being unashamed, um, I think about Job. Mm -hmm. um, Job should have been put to shame, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know. Everything was taken away from him. Um, his pride and joy, the things, his precious things in life was all taken away from him. Uh, yet he was not ashamed to say, um, I'm right with the Lord. Mm. Wow. That's very, that's very interesting mm -hmm. because um, in his seemingly shameful state, he was saying, um, I'm still right with the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, I've not sinned against God. Um, that's, that's interesting to me because um, that people projected that shame on him and he was able to stand in his relationship with God. So um, that's a powerful example of what it takes to stand. Yeah. Um, and and there's a scripture in the Bible. Um, it's in one of the prophetic books where it talks about how God would cause people like you talk about those people who are trying to take away the shame. He will cause those people to be able to bear the shame. They will bear the shame. Mm. Um, their face will bear the shame. Like they would recognize like the judgment would be so pronounced and uh, obvious that uh, they won't be able to hide or to be able to push aside or be able to flip the shame on anything else. Mm. Um, so that's the thing about God, man. He always, 
settles the score, right? Mm. So there's a scripture, I don't know, I can't remember which book it's in, but it talks about how he's going to make every valley, uh, you know, high and every high place or every mountain low. So it's like everything is going to be evened out. Uh, everything is going to be what it's going to be and we'll see it see it for what it is you know what it's it almost is, like yeah. that scripture where it says when jesus comes back um we'll be like him because we'll see him as he is yeah right it's like um seeing jesus as he is for the believer is like that's that's us seeing ourselves in a sense because we're we're like wow. a reflection of christ right but then seeing christ as he is for an unbeliever is also them seeing themselves but now it's like you're you're a, you're seeing yourself against a reflection of good mm. you know against a reflection of the word because jesus is the word right so um this, this whole idea of like uh faith that whatever i'm going through feel uh convicted to comply to or mm. and so i like that guy by the way mm-hmm. and so um he made a decision to stand in a situation where literally, literally the entire yeah. league was just like, uh, we're just going to comply. We're not going to ruffle any feathers. And I don't even think Jonathan Isaac was really trying to ruffle any feathers either. Sure. I think his thing was just like, I'm just going to stand for what I believe in. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so, so all of that to say, you got to be a different type of breed. You can't have any, you can't have any, uh, like attachments to the world as far as people pleasing is concerned, because they're not going to, you, we can't depend on that. Mm. Yeah. We can't depend on that. Um, yeah. With Jonathan Isaac, mm. it was, it was really inspiring. Um, I wasn't even expecting, um, that when I saw that, um, I, you know, I, I didn't know who Jonathan Isaac is. Same here. Um, but I, I knew what BLM was and I knew, um, to some extent, like the agenda and it was, it was really kind of confusing, but I could perceive and I could imagine the prayer pressure that would exist in that situation where the entire league is doing this thing. Um, everyone's virtual signaling everyone's supposed to be for this and for you to take a different position um um, that put a lot of spotlight on him um people try to shame him for it um but one of the things i admire about um jonathan isaac whether it was that situation or the vaccine situation he was able to articulate um himself well and he even wrote a book um that came out recently about um we will judge nothing until the day of the lord Mm-hmm. Because um, on that day, every man will have praise for the Lord. Um, so we're waiting on the Lord um, um, because he's light. Um, he's the one who's going to be able to show us what things truly, truly is, like what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in the bigger um, sense of that scripture, we're talking about waiting on Jesus to come, but also... Um, when you're living your everyday life and you're seeking a word from the Lord, um, don't take a position until you hear from him. Mm. Um, don't judge anything. Don't think you know anything. Um, it's like what can stand, Mm. right? We talked about some things that appear to be standing, um, in this world today, but we will know what really truly stands when he when he shows up yeah yeah let me ask you this this because i was listening to the point that you just made and uh the the concept of like judge nothing right um until the day of the lord so so how does that play out practically like is that is that saying if i'm praying for something i have to wait on an answer for the from the lord um the reason i'm asking is because i've been thinking about wisdom lately and recently the lord kind of uh made this point to me because I used to I used to approach the Lord like basically like I wanted him to make every decision for me, which right. I still do. Right. <laughs> um, I, it would like life would be much easier if he just made every decision for us. Right. Sure. Um, and in a sense, he probably does. Sure. But then I was thinking about wisdom, reading about Solomon mm-hmm. and how 
Solomon prayed for wisdom. And then once Solomon prayed for wisdom, there was a situation that came to Solomon where he's like, you know, the two women, uh, one, one child, one baby died and there was another baby or something like that. And his thing was like, split the baby. Yeah. And then, you know, from that, he was able to determine who the true mother was. And so um, what that taught me is like, even though I want the Lord to tell me everything to do mm -hmm. like a robot, if I pray for wisdom, see, I, maybe I should start praying for instruction mm -hmm. <laughs> because if I pray for wisdom, what that's kind of saying is, Lord, give me, give me like insight, mm -hmm. give me the mind of Christ, give me the ability to make a good decision. There are times to pray for wisdom. Um, there are times to pray for specific instructions. Um, it just kind of depends on the situation. But I think of a baby. Um, a baby comes out of the womb. He starts to crawl. Um, but how does he really learn how to stand? Mm. Um, no one really can teach a baby how to stand. The baby doesn't understand the language that we speak. They just kind of watch the other people around them and they know that they're supposed to stand and eventually walk right so i say that god has given us the principles to stand right he's given us the principles to stand but we have to exercise wisdom and stand it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how to um stand yeah yeah you mentioned job i think about the three hebrew boys Cause they literally did stand when that, you know, that music was played. I think everybody was supposed to bow and they were literally standing. And um, what their motivation was, was their relationship with the Lord. Like they knew that regardless of, of these consequences, God has the ultimate say. And I think that's kind of how we have to be. I'm in a place now, uh, right now things are cool mm. job wise, mm -hmm. but they just recently, you know, just to each his own, whatever anybody prefers to do is it's up to you really honestly. Right. Um, but I've chosen, you know, not to get the vaccine yet. Sure. Um, doesn't bother me one way or the other. Right. But um, but that's that was my choice. Right. And so now for the first time, I'm being asked to, like, actually get a test, mm -hmm. which is not really a big deal per se. Right. But my thing is like. Is this, you know, are we going to realistically function? Is it realistic for anybody to function in a way where every week somebody has to go and get a test? So it's like, is the is the goal really just like health and safety or is the goal to beat people into submission until they get so fatigued that they get tired of going to this place every week based on whatever this this uh, threat level is right now it's at a medium or something like that um you know beat them into submission so so i'm probably going to get the test but in my in my core i have this resistance to it because i don't think this is the final end game you know assuming that it keeps up hopefully all this stuff just kind of subsides or whatever because it's being worked out in the courts mm. um so so they don't have any legal authority to require that right right now if i file a religious exemption right um but that's being uh that's good who knows how long that's going to take mm. hopefully it takes a long time mm. hopefully it's like a 15-year case <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah that's how i'm standing now yeah and your example i think you kind of talk about um the two things we talked about in your example you talk about wisdom mm -hmm. like you're sharing like the wisdom that you have just kind of perceiving the situation and um just the nature of it is it realistic right wisdom is causing you to question is it is this realistic is this something that could be practical week being tested on a week-to-week -week basis right from god so um so wisdom kind of speaks broadly to a situation um i think um when we get to a point where we have to make actual decisions um we need to um, not just exercise wisdom, but get clearer instructions from the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think it's I think it's good to operate in wisdom for sure. Uh, you talk about the Hebrew boys and like the situation with the vaccine. Um, 
we need the Lord. Yeah. You know, we need the Lord uh, because. Okay. When the Bible talks about worship, right? Worship, we think of worship in terms of lifting our hands and singing songs. But when the Bible talks about worship, it actually means like prostrating yourself. Mm. Right. The opposite of standing. Right. And it tells you not to worship um, no other gods, but the Lord, your God. So um, when we're not standing in Christ, we're worshiping idols. Mm. And so we have to, you know, um, cast down the idols and the imagination and anything that would exalt itself above God. And we have to maintain a posture towards everything and everyone else um, that's not God. We have to maintain a certain posture. So we have to stand. And um, because God is the only God, um, he will give us the strength to be able to stand and acknowledge him only as God. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I've been thinking about uh, like, you know, how they say what well, not they say, but hallelujah is the highest praise. Mm -hmm. So I've been thinking lately, what is the what could I say or do to actually display that? You know what I mean? And I, and I think to your point is it's probably a laid down life. You know what I mean? It's a laid down life. And and that's kind of where we need to be because that's where the faith comes from because it takes faith to stand. So I'm thinking about, so just going back to Jonathan Isaac, right? Of course, we have nowhere, no way of knowing, but do you think that he was the only player in the NBA who felt the way that he felt about that situation? Um, Probably not. Um, Not only players, I mean, because a lot of other people... uh took the knee right uh, I will say this he wasn't the only one who stood um, there were others um, I don't necessarily know players but like I know uh, Greg Popovich was a coach and he he stood oh really yeah he stood but that's kind of because he's he's a little on the like yeah woke side woke side yeah, yeah. so yeah so what did they say about that because I feel um, like I would have heard about it yeah his um what, I don't know what they said about him. I don't know how that was perceived in the public, but his thing was, I believe, was the American um, flag, like patriotism, that type of thing. Okay. And not disrespecting veterans and, and that type of thing. So um, so it's, it's different reasons why people stand mm -hmm. um, to bow or the intensity to take a knee or the intensity to conform. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's going to be tested. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the intensity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like uh, like when they were about to throw Daniel, when they did throw Daniel into, um, wait, no, my bad. I'm thinking about that. I'm still on the three Hebrew uh, boys, right? Because he said seven times hotter. Mm. You know what I mean? Like make it seven times hotter. Mm. So then it's like, man, you make this thing seven times hotter. The intensity's rising up. That's in those moments is when flesh begins to kick in yeah like it's when the carnal like even on a physical level and on a mental level when you when we're under pressure it caught it influences our decisions right so um what that tells me is like being sober-minded mm. or just having your mind made up so much at first that whatever does happen you're just ready for it and i think preparation too because mm -hmm. jesus gave a whole you know, he said, uh, paraphrasing, basically, he was just like, I'm telling you these things so that when they expected a, a pandemic, nobody chapter 24. Sure. Right. <laughs> so if you've been reading that stuff, then it's like, OK, boom. Now I, I know um, if you've been reading about persecution. I know sure. that if I got to stand in the face of persecution, I already am expecting it. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between. Um, reading about it and theoretically um thinking about it and just acknowledging that this stuff is to come to pass and to actually encounter it in your lifetime mm. um there's a difference and there's also a difference in being prepared for it um when we talk about daniel and the the three hebrew boys i believe that they were prepared for it they were prepared for um because the bible says that even from the get-go like daniels took his companions apart and said hey we're not going to eat of this stuff mm -hmm. you know right then and there they were already taking a stand mm. um it wasn't 
um, something that was brought to the forefront like later on in the book of Daniel, but they were already taking a stand. So I think God prepares us, um, our hearts and our minds and um, our trust in him to be able to take a stand um, in situations. It, it might start off small mm -hmm. and then it could, it, it could go to um, greater intensities um, um, where Satan is pressuring us to do certain things. Even with Jonathan Isaac, I don't think um, like that stage was the first time he took a stand for what he believed in. Mm -hmm. And so you go to the you know story of even David when how he started off fighting off the bears and the lions mm -hmm. when he was a shepherd over his fathers and then Lo and behold, he becomes a warrior. And then he goes from Mary and he becomes the king. So um, the Lord is gracious enough to use our time on this earth to kind of prepare us for the things that lay ahead of us. So that's why it's so important to, um, to go through his process, you know, to go through his process, to learn to trust the Lord, um, to just follow him um, consist consistently. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know what's lying ahead of you. You don't know what the future may hold for us. But if we go through the process, when a time comes, um, we will be prepared. Um, so that's interesting. And I think also uh, on the flip side, there are people who don't go through the process. And God is even gracious enough to like take them through a fast course. Mm -hmm. I think in some sense, that's what these last few years have been. Wow. Like a training course, like a like a, a training course for people. Maybe you wasn't walking with the Lord as closely as you should have been mm -hmm. um, in years prior to COVID, um, years prior to, uh, you know, uh, whatever thing that's kind of shocked the world uh, recently. Um and God gives you a wake up call. You realize, man, I got to get right with my relationship with the Lord because I know things are going to get worse. Mm -hmm. And so God can actually give us like a, a, a training course to kind of speed up the process where we can rapidly learn how to trust in him um, yeah. through times. Yeah, I was just thinking as we're talking, I was just thinking, like, what is the ultimate point of the Lord taking us through things to stand? Right. <laughs> like, like, what's the end game to this? But I'm just thinking about the fact that when somebody day, so it's almost like when somebody stands, you know, I say the city that's set up on the hill can't, can't be hidden. Mm -hmm. When somebody stands um, and everybody else is bowing, that puts you at the top of that hill automatically because mm -hmm. you're now the highest point of elevation. And even though the idea is that everybody's going to ostracize you or single you out, whatever, and that may happen, right? But the idea is that now, okay, truth has been exposed. Truth is actually being exalted when we stand for, when we stand on the word of God. Because mm -hmm. everybody's like, okay, uh, why are you standing? You know, if everything this way, the first thought that's going to come to my mind is, well, why are you looking this way? And everybody else look, looking that way. But I'm mostly thinking like, well, uh, that he was a believer mm -hmm. and things like that. But now he's been exposed. Mm -hmm. And it's not even because... He didn't jump. He mm. just didn't bow. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. He didn't exalt himself. Right. He just didn't bow. Yeah. And by default, God exalted that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's interesting that you said that, because when you think about standing, um, standing is the natural posture for the person. Right. Mm -hmm. You learn how to stand and. Um, your upright position, standing on your two legs, that's like your natural posture. To be kneeling or to be postrated, that's not natural. Mm. Um, so standing is, our, it's not like we're doing anything special by standing. We're just actually just being ourselves. Right. Um, and so when you think about that is that um, the spiritual life of the Christian, like the the seeing visions mm -hmm. like laying hands on the sick and watching people demons come out of people that's actually normal mm -hmm. that's normal that's not supernatural it's normal mm -hmm. right we look at it at special events like jesus did miracles 
actually you're never really even supposed to be sick. Wow. So to be healthy and to be free of diseases, mm. that's normal. Um, and so creating that contrast, right? Some people perceive it like, oh, Jonathan, he's doing too much. Right. He's actually doing nothing, right? <laughs> um, mm. And so I think, I think that contrast is needed, you know what I mean? The world needs it um, because um, simply standing and simply just existing is what you are called to be for. Um, before God, my creator, um, here I am. Mm. Um, when the, the world tries to get you to do, you know, the world tries to get you to, to jump, to run, to, to, to do extra, but um, standing is just a natural posture that we can have and we can find rest in standing, we can find peace in standing. Yeah, man, um, I understand what you mean. I'm just thinking about times in life when I've been in a position to stand, you know what I mean? I just explained one, it's always on the job, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but it's others is that, is that yeah. I'm trying to think, was I saved when I stood in my job the first time? I think I was. Yeah, I was saved. Yeah. Yeah, I was saved. I, I was like a brand new, a brand new believer. Yeah. And the long and short of it was, it was just a lot of office politics. Mm. And I kind of like stood up to management mm. and I became like the people's champion, <laughs> you know what I mean? For a short period of time. And um, what that taught me though was, uh, it taught me that people will back you that you wouldn't expect. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there are people who I, who have the same values or similar values, but they just don't have the boldness yet. Right. And I feel like in this country, we're in a place where people are going to have to stand and then the other people behind them sure. are going to have to endorse it. Sure. Uh, there's this whole thing now about Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he may or may not buy it based on, you know, this whole thing about how many of them are bots and stuff like that. Mm. But anyway, uh, the big deal now is because this is the place where all the public discourse takes place. Right. Somehow it just became on the Internet. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so now um, those who are against Elon Musk are against him because the narrative is not being controlled you know sure. his goal from my understanding is to make an, a level platform sure because i believe there are more people who who believe who stand for right elon musk is like some super righteous dude and nothing like that but um just concept conceptually that he's trying to make a place where truth can potentially go forth right he's not saying oh this this is going forth. This is going forth. This is true. This is not true. Right. He's just saying anything can go forth. Right. And he stands for freedom of speech. He stands for freedom of speech. So um, I say all of that to say we never know who actually believes anything. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious at my job if I'm the only one who made the decision that I made. Mm. You know, because I know in my immediate group, everybody pretty much made the opposite decision right and i i know by default that makes me odd man out in my group right uh i don't even know if my uh work people knew you know what i mean because because initially that's like an hr a human recopier on it fair enough right? right but um i'm curious to know how many other people but i think we we can't even depend on other people mm-hmm even if it's just you alone mm -hmm. in that room, if you're righteous, mm -hmm. the righteous abode is a lion, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think we're in a different type of generation now, man. I think, I think we're in a generation that has a battle mm. on our hands mm. and it's different because we didn't really come up battling. Mm. We almost jury, sure. amenities, those type of things. Right. And so now, that 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 a lot of folks have been intoxicated intoxicated 
when somebody's drunk, that's when they, they let down their inhibitions, right? Mm. And so now the kingdom of darkness has, has brought in all these different type of agendas yeah. because folks are intoxicated by pleasure. And so how it affects um, the population. Um, because one of the things I, I think can be a motivator for a person to stand is other people for the sake of other people, right? So um, a lot of people now are kind of taking a stance against Disney for the sake of children, right? Um, and I think that's a righteous thing because it's based out of love. Um, I do think, however, um, just the, the ultimate thing for us to take a stand is just simply because we just believe. Um, whether it benefits anybody or not, but the truth is always going to benefit people. But simply just, you just have to sit down and say, well, what do I believe in? And am I willing to stand? Um, and so you might, um, have we actually been, the generations after them have been worthy of what they stood for. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I mean, who knows? Uh, but I think in the moment, you should just stand for what you believe in. And whatever God can birth from that, that's, you know, that's up to him. Right. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's an important thing as a believer, period. Um, it's like um, God wants to reveal us to show himself. Amen. Yeah, to show himself. So, yeah, man, what I want to do now is just go to a few comments real quick. Just kind of see what people are talking about. We uh, greet everybody uh, on here. I want to ask the question to everybody that's listening there. What, what does it take to stand? What type of person do you have to be? What type of convictions do you have to have? Um, be of Good Chist says, to stand with God, we need faith in his word and his promises. Yes, Stephanie says, I think obedience is the highest form of worship. Wow. Tatiana says, good evening, good evening to you. Um, in a different location now, so I apologize if we got any technical difficulties. I do see it buffering a little bit on our end. Hopefully the sound is still coming through. Um, but yeah, in a top secret location. <laughs> Me and brother Randy just ate some good food, so if you see us talking talking low or something like that <laughs> that's the reason why uh, but yeah we just wanted to have this discussion about standing because i think we need to be equipped mm -hmm. for what's moving forward like you're saying this whole season we're in has been a training ground mm -hmm. so i'm like man if this is the training ground you know uh <laughs> uh what's in store right yeah but even thinking about the military they take people through boot camp um and boot camp is intentionally intense because they want to know that when you get out on the battlefield, you have already been through enough stuff as is that when you're actually in the war, right, you're going to be able to, to function. Right. So um, that's just something I think about. Uh, one of the cautions that like I'm learning, if you um, you go back to the Bible and you think about Peter, right? Mm -hmm. And Peter promises to Jesus and how he claimed that, Lord, you know, even if all these guys here um, forsake you or betray you, I'm going to always be the one to stand with you. Mm. Um, we have we can have a um, we can overesteem our own courage. Right. And and even be sincere in the moment. Um, I think about Moses. Moses took a stance against the Egyptian um, who had killed the Israelites or who was beating, abusing the Israelite and he ended up killing the Egyptian. That was taking a stand, but was it in the spirit? So there's two, di two, two different examples. In one case, the person's overestimating their courage. When they're actually put in a situation, uh, they don't live up to what they think themselves to be. Um, in another situation, a person is standing up to what they have judged as evil, but they're utilizing their own power and their own strength. 
Um, so that's the trick to standing. Um, the trick to standing is always looking to the Lord. Um, and that might lead us down the wrong path. Right. Uh, we might end up killing the Egyptian, um, so to speak. We might end up, um, some people are standing in their own strength um, and their own ability. And ultimately, you're not standing if you're counting on those things because those things are going to fall away. Those things are going to deplete. Uh, but if we just simply stand, like, you know, he says that having done all you can stand. Mm -hmm. um, so standing is something that nobody can stop you from doing. Um, standing is something that when you're in Christ, they can't stop you from standing because mm -hmm. it's your God given right. Um, do you think it's people's natural, natural inclination to to want to stand out and be an individual or to want to fit in? Um, I think it's natural for people to want to fit in. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's natural for people to want to fit in, um, but it depends. Uh, it depends on what fitting in means, because if <clears throat> something it, to fit in means for you to do something that's completely foreign to you, then it's going to be harder for you to you know, want to fit in or harder for you to conform to that. Um, I think nowadays with the kind of the agendas that the devil is pushing, he's kind of um, not being very subtle with it at all. It's like a lot of this stuff is even foreign to people who aren't even saved. Like, you know, Satan, usually his approach is to kind of usher things in slowly. Mm. Um, and that's probably still his approach. Um, but the world is speeding up and things are moving so quickly that um, it's almost like he has a sense of urgency, right? The scripture talks about that because he knows his time is short. So he has a sense of urgency and he's like, I can't move things as slowly as I may want to um, in order to convince everybody. Now I have to kind of rule with the iron rod and it's like, hey, listen, if you don't get with this program, um, we're going to make you get with this program. Um, I think, you know, the devil has kind of laid a solid foundation for what he's doing in, in rolling out. I think in principle, um, if we've accepted the things that have, are normal already, let's say fornication, um, sex out of uh, sex out of marriage, it's kind of hard for you to stand against a lot of the other perversions and types of fornication that exist. But people try to do that in their minds. Um, so that's the thing. When you're not standing in Christ, it's like you've already really have accepted some form of lie that the devil can't really even take you serious as a person standing against him mm -hmm. because he knows he has something already in you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's that? Any we if we strive, we have to strive lawfully. Mm. Um, yeah, we definitely have to. Uh, you know, have some sense of righteousness to be able to stand. But I do see that happening. I see what's happening is things are becoming so obvious, right? Yeah. That it's like everyday people are just saying, man, I don't know what's going on, but things are not the same. Sure. Like I have a buddy, I need to ask him this, but he's he's not born again yet. But um, he, I guess in a sense, he's a bit of a mocker and a scoffer. Okay, yeah. Because he's always like, whenever I used to bring up you know, how we're in the end times or like how things are just not the same. He would always be like, this is just the course of of time. Right. You know what I mean? And it's no different than any other generation. Yeah. But even now I hear him talk his pride to um, to get in the way and then he doesn't gain whatever full revelation he needs. But I'm curious to know, like, do does he actually now understand that there's something off about these times that we live in right yeah it's it's, it's a little bit more than um just a course of uh of history mm. but yeah man uh i'm gonna put the link to the song in here listen y'all brother randy be working um with the music thing and it's, it's an amazing thing we got to get on here one day and just chop it up about the music but um i want to share the video uh, that you just put out called Stan in the chat. And um, 
you know, definitely check it out if you can. You know what I mean? Uh, I personally like this. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> other stuff, other different songs and things like that that he has out and that he's working on. Um, the level of focus is just really there. But man, God is good. Yeah. Uh, you got any final thoughts about this? Yeah. Um, one of the things that I think about when you talk about standing, standing in the Lord um, is Paul. And when Paul said that he had a thorn in his flesh, he said that he had thrice sought the Lord. And ultimately he got was my grace is sufficient. The scripture doesn't say that God took away the thorn in the flesh. Mm -hmm. um, but you asked about why does God put us in these situations um, to stand? Like, what's the point? Um, I believe in this life and the way that God has set up our faith and our existence is for us to always be looking to him. But when we get into a place where um, we think everything's comfortable, uh, we're content and everything is flowing, everything is good. Don't be tempted to not look to the Lord. And that's, that's human nature, I believe. Um, but God wants us to always look to him. God wants us to always know that we need him. Um, and people may feel a certain way about that type of um, situation, but needless to say that um, we need him and we need to always be reminded that we need him. And times where uh, it's hard to stand causes us to look to the Lord because yeah. we know like, man, I don't know if I got the strength to to deal with this, you know what I'm saying? This is harder than what I thought it was going to be, right? Um, you can read the scripture and you can think that you're this person, but it's funny, right? Yeah. And when Jesus came into the earth, um, there was a situation where um, the Pharisees, they were like, hey, in our father's days, we would not have been like those people who threw the stones at the prophet. That's what they said. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, no, 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 you got it wrong. You are those people. Wow. You're not the, pro they thought they were the prophets. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is like, no, you're not the prophets. You <laughs> are those people. Mm -hmm. So like, what is it now in our days for us to, you know, to think we're, you know, we're the ones who are gonna be able to stand in a day. Wait a second, man, slow yeah. down, Yeah. slow down, you know. You know, you need the Lord, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You need to humble yourself and say, hey, Lord, um, I don't know what lies ahead, but you know all things and you have the power to give me the strength that I don't have. And um, I want to be on the side of truth. Yeah. Like ultimately, I want to be on the side of truth. I don't want to, you know, go for something that I genuinely in my heart don't believe is right. Right. And so, um, um, and I believe that the Lord will be with us um, he knows that we want to be with him. We, he knows that we want to serve him. He'll be with us and provide the strength that is beyond us to be able to exist in these times. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. Um, that scripture, if any man think he standeth, take heed lest he fall. Mm. Like if any man think he standeth, like wow. if you think you're doing it on your own, mm. you know, take heed lest he fall. Well, listen, brothers, um, it's a very important topic. I'm glad we had the discussion. Amen. Uh, I feel like what this what this is really doing is kind of getting us in the mindset of you, you know uh, it, the concept of insurance is funny. Mm. You know because it's like you, you you our ultimate goal is that we don't necessarily have to use it. Right. But. The scripture says the just shall live by faith. And I've been thinking about that lately. You know, ha, do I? God is calling us to uh, need faith. Mm. You know, livelihood is based on what we need. So all of that to say, um, circumstances are going to demonstrate faith. Mm. Like so. So I'm, I'm looking at these potential circumstances now. Like, all right, I'm going to approach this through the lens of faith. I'm not going to approach this through the lens of, of, of trying to figure it out per se. 
I just got to trust that God has a plan and that God's plan is good and that whatever does happen is working for my good, you know, because ultimately it's a discussion about faith. Um, so, yeah, man, glad we got a chance to chop it up. Yes, sir. Uh, We're going to wrap it up, family. I thank y'all for hanging out with us a little bit. I apologize about the technical um, difficulties, but it's all good. Uh, yeah, stand for what you believe in. Or let me say it better say it this way. Stand on the word of God. If you find yourself in that type of situation, because that's going to be an opportunity for you to demonstrate your faith. So that's all I have. You got any last clothing remarks? Are you good or what? Yeah, I'm good. It's, a, it's always an honor and a pleasure to be here. Um, yeah, it's a it's an important topic as always. All these solid talks, man, are always kind of touching on something, um, something important. And, you know, just, you know, let's just continue this race with the Lord. Praise the Lord, man. Y'all check out Brother Randy's channel. It's Arch Prophet Music. Um, the latest single on there is Stan, but it's some other songs too. So be on the lookout for stuff like that coming soon. Oh, by the way, I'm premiering a video on my music channel. So once again, I'm very grateful to the 1% of you who have subscribed to that channel. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, but I'll put the link in here real quick. Uh, if you want to check that out, I think I got it premiering at 9.15. So it's a song for the single called Cry Holy at 9.15. If you if you could spend three minutes for a brother, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't hurt if you want to check it out. Um, but God is good. So we're going to hop up off here, family. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. That's all we have in this solid talk. You all take care and be blessed. God bless. Culture can't keep me in check And from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest And show each other respect I keep it solid I'm dropping knowledge Wisdom understanding just like you done went to college Devil know we working His goal is to try to stop it Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it Controversial topics Just to keep it honest Truth hit hard just like it's a blunt object Culture Living godless, I can't even call it. We in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya. Points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya. Just walk and get the best of ya. I'm trying to tell you, bruh, only a render shall be saved. We trying to get the rest Speaking of ya. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, then I grow we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus gonna to keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty No I can't handle me Not where I wanna be But best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit Main event and slambery So I need them every day to daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron So I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here But guaranteed the link in heaven The born again and righteous Are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints When they step in